The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The lighter side of football. Unthinking believable. This is all pro lines with your hosts, Kostaki Economopoulos and Aaron Hodges. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. The Bears are under new ownership and the Vikings like living on the edge. The game of the week had to be the Cowboys eking out a victory over the Pats while simultaneously screwing over my fantasy team. That's the one. That's a W. What prompted that after your touchdown? Sometimes you black out on the field. <laughs> in a good way. Uh, I definitely blacked out uh, from a concussion, which isn't a good way. But uh, I looked up in the stands, and in the front row, all I saw was a woman giving me the double bird. <laughs> well, I'm not sure exactly what came out of my mouth next. <laughs> Talk that shit, A-Rod. Talk that shit. <laughs> Welcome into All Pro Lines, everybody. Kostaki Economopoulos, Aaron Hodges. Yeah, that's the big, it's one of the big takeaways from the weekend, that moment, huh? Do you like that sort of thing? Oh, I fucking love it. I love it so much. To just yell at the whole crowd like that, the fuck off, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> if they didn't hear what the actual what he actually said, it was basically uh, "I still own you." You know, it opened a little harsher too. Apparently, that part wasn't as easily sort of discerned on the recording. But my whole fucking life, I own you. I still own you. And he's screaming, "I own you!" And I own you. Pretty powerful stuff, man. I guess that moment. You know, where he pump fakes and he's running for his life against these big, fast guys and he wins the game. There's a lot going on there, you know. That's pretty cool. Say what you want about A-Rod. He's annoying sometimes and kind of aloof and kind of does his own thing. But the man is so good. And when you're so good and you could talk that shit like that, I, I love it, man. I'll eat that up. <laughs> 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 well, we could go right into some jokes on this subject if you like. All right, let's do it. The two-minute drill. The two-minute drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening in comedy 10 minutes a day, seven days a week. Daily Comedy News, wherever you get your podcasts. Aaron Rodgers is now in a legal fight with cholesterol over ownership of the Bears fans. <laughs> Also, the Bears fans have contacted Britney Spears' lawyer to get help ending Aaron Rodgers' conservatorship. <laughs> Free Bearsy. <laughs> By the way, I Still Own You is also what Erlocker yells at his hair in the drain. <laughs> is he still trying with the plugs or has he embraced the bald? 
No, no. If you drive through Chicago, you can't believe how many billboards you see of Erlocker selling hair stuff. It's crazy. He's like the he's the face of the city, even still. I forget even what the product is, but it, every billboard is Erlocker selling your hair kind of situation. <laughs> nice. <laughs> NFL catchphrases. You like that? That one came back again. I still own you. And, of course, Gruden's anti-football pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Aaron Rodgers doesn't own? Any ribbons from the games they play at the family reunion. He doesn't. Uh... <laughs> the three-legged race, the potato sack hop, the water balloon toss, horseshoes, <laughs> badminton, croquet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> croquet. That's the perfect family reunion game. <laughs> You know, when a woman gives me the double bird, I handle it differently, Aaron. I usually say, listen, honey, I'm sorry. I'm sure this is my fault. <laughs> uh. You don't yell, I own you. I still own you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I should try it. Why not? My whole fucking life. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> my wife, by the way, very supportive of my fantasy football hobby. She says things like, I hope you get a lot of magic points today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to do this. We did it a little bit on the bonus episode. Go to Patreon, get inside the huddle. We love you guys. But we got to do this. All Pro Lines had a big victory this week. Two viral memes, thousands of shares and likes. Been kind of working towards this and building up enough people in the pool to even get something out into the world at this level. So we're just there for the first time in the last month or so. The early favorite for Offensive Rookie of the Year is Jamar Chase. Offensive Coach of the Year, pretty much wrapped up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be tough to beat. If anyone can do it, it's Urban Meyer. So that one went bananas. In fact, it was stolen by a couple of the other big football meme site people. And the other one is more of a visual. The NFL, we're done honoring men who don't uphold high standards of humanity and decency. Also, the NFL, and there's a pic of the Bills Stadium where in huge letters it says, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> he didn't do it, though. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He did steal his own clothing back with guns. That seemed he apparently did that. <laughs> uh, so if you didn't hear the whole background story of this, in Tampa, John Gruden was removed from the Ring of Honor. In Jacksonville, Urban Meyer was added to the Ring of On Her. Huh? Player, player, player. Huh? Huh? Here's a new Gruden pickup line. You got a racist bone in your body? You want one? <laughs> I really like the racist blade. He said that he doesn't have a racist blade in his body. Do you know what the hell he's talking about? No. Is that a pirate thing? What is that? <laughs> he's doing some real method acting as the pirate. Yeah. You don't want to get sliced with a racist blade. That's harsh. <laughs> Why do racists always think racism is a bone issue? I just got back from the orthopedist. The bad news. I got some minor racism. You're going to have to cure it. How do you cure rate? Not with calcium pills. Those are all white. That's no, that doesn't help you. The Raiders are one, the only one team that have an openly gay player. I guess it's progress. Like the gay dude is out, you know, and the homophobe is closeted. I guess that's good. <laughs> that's not, yeah. It's two steps forward, one step back, which is the Falcons run game strategy. I think. <laughs> <laughs> And briefly, we got to touch on Urban Meyer in London. Nothing better for a rocky marriage than an international business trip, right? That's what you... Did he make the flight home with his team, or did he... It's uh, a good question. That is a fair question. Take a point. couple days to catch up with some old hoes. Yes. Uh, grandchildren. 
<laughs> grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's how he says it. I got to stay and visit the grandchildren. <laughs> Wait till the NFL starts playing in Thailand. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's the right phrase. <laughs> when he was in England, they offered Meyer uh, bangers and mash. He was like, are they finger bangers? I'll take two. <laughs> you know, Meyer texted his wife after, like, honey, we actually won. She's like, whatever. You better not be grinding on any of those limey bitches. <laughs> limey. <laughs> limey. Those English birds. Oh, goodness. The wife probably likes football because those are the only three hours where she knows where her husband is. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to do this. This is corny, but it was fun. And I love to do these shout outs to the people who are engaging on the social media platform. So we do these fill in the blanks and caption contests and stuff. This one was Kentucky linebacker J.J. Weaver. He's got six fingers on his right hand. And there's a picture of him holding him up. So we had people caption it. Mine was, uh, think how much trouble Urban Meyer could get into with 11 <laughs> fingers. All right. PGA reject wrote, it would be a true pick six. Ah, nice. Matt Finnerson, his kindergarten turkey drawing was next level. <laughs> this one's kind of smart and subtle. Michael Schistler, his number better be 65 or 56. <laughs> the two hands. <laughs> Mookie in the morning. I assume he's on the hands team. Dan Myers. How many syllables in Economopolis? That's, see, that's doing your homework. Nice, there. nice. Bill Kugel. He can give people two middle fingers on one hand. <laughs> Joe Bean. Flagged for too many fingers on the passer. Nice. And this is my favorite one from Jeff Hemmer. His favorite movie is Spinal Tap. He loves it so much. His fingers go to 11. David Beck on the chat. Another guy I can't high five. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> a high six. <laughs> high six. All right, that'll do it for the two-minute drill. That'll give us a chance to do the mention of the other podcast that we like again. The two-minute drill was brought to you by Daily Comedy News, a podcast that starts with a recap of the late-night monologues then looks at what's happening in comedy. Keep up with Chappelle, Burr, Rogan, Marin, Economopolis, and all the greats. Daily Comedy News, 10 minutes a day, seven days a week. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. I'm glad Ethan was on the ball there because I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Rogan, Marin, Economopolis, you know, the big boys. Which is a good segue, sponsor-wise, to another sponsor. Actually, a real old-school live read kind of sponsor. I got my shirt on. I got my shirt on. We got a new sponsor, everybody. Manscaped is on board with All Pro Lines, and you can save 20% with the promo code ALLPRO. They sent us some sample products. I wore my boxers around for a day and a half. Love those boxer briefs. Actually, they fit really well. I was, I'm very particular about boxer briefs. I went through a thing a couple of years ago where I tried all the buzzworthy ones. I had like one pair from like seven different places people keep talking about. <laughs> and then I'm a J. Crew boxer brief guy. Now I have like 10 of those and I'm done. I know what I like. Because of that, I thought, Ah, probably not going to like these, but I liked them a lot. They were really nice. They're snug as a bug, man. It was just in time, too, because I think my wife is slowly throwing out the holy boxers that I have, and I have <laughs> nothing left in the drawer anymore, and I, I put on the <laughs> Manscaped boxers today, and they are snug. 
<laughs> well, nice. You started to tell me this, and then I stopped you, so I wanted to do it on the air. Tell me a little bit about your Manscaped experience. Yeah, so they sent us a package. We've been using it, so we're not just bullshitting. We actually like the product, so we got the lawnmower here, and I got it here. And as I was using it, you know, to shave the region there, and I turned it on, and they have this fancy little light here, right? Yeah. So it lights up some tough-to-see crevices, right? <laughs> Which is very helpful. Very, very helpful. And I liken it to when my brother, who's in construction, finally bequeathed me his drill. It changed my life because the drill, it had a light just like this one, and I could finally see where I was drilling. And I just was blown away by this this light. It's simple, and it works. And my region's looking smooth right now, so... Are you manscaping in a cave? What do you need all this light for? What's happening down there? (laughs) (laughs) Because of the pandemic, I ended up with two different shavers, one for me and one for the poodle, right? And this one has... (laughs) Because when you shave a poodle, the key areas are the eyes and the ass, and you don't want to rub that on your head, right? So we got two of those. This is a way better product in terms of the feel. and the. It's just, it's crisp and nice. It's not... Heavy, but it's got some weight to it because it's clearly made by people who know what they're doing. So I went a little subtle on the first go. I'm going to maybe take another go. There's different layers. What do you call the thing with the the guard? The blades. Yeah, they got the blades. You can decide how much you want to trim. That's the other thing, too. Like, you get all these razors, right? And they're so hard, you got to, like, perform surgery to get the clips on, right? This one slides slides right on. Boom. Done. Yeah, I didn't have to read the directions Easy. or anything. I just clicked it on there. Easy. That's right. So, all right. So, do some manscaping. Go to their website and use the uh, promo code All Pro six letters, and they'll hook you up with twenty percent off. That's a pretty cool deal. Now, a lot of the listeners are grownups. I think there's a real generational divide here. Did you have you do any of this sort of scaping prior, Aaron Hodges? I think like people my age and older, this is not a thing. What, right? Oh, like uh, <laughs> traditionally, you just get as a, a generalization. Get a big bush down there is what you're saying. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't particularly. I'm not. I mean, I'm Greek, but I don't have. I'm not a particularly <laughs> hairy guy. Um, so it's not really a thing for me. But I, it's nice to be able to go and like even everything out. I kind of like that. I never did that before. This is new to me. Nah, I mean, it's not new to me. You know. I, okay. What about Ethan? Is Ethan doing this all the time? I don't know. Is Ethan doing this? Yeah. I don't know. Yes, I. I I got the same package as they did, and I had a, a very similar experience. It was very enjoyable. Um, <laughs> I really did enjoy it. But you were doing this prior, though, right? Yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. thing that the kids your age are doing all the time anyway? Yeah. All right. Why, why are you acting like shaving is the new phenomenon, dude? <laughs> no, no, it's not. But this... But this kind of thing, well, ask on the ask the people watching. We got grownups who are part of this thing. So I think this is a little bit of a, I'd be interested to know where the dividing line is. It's somewhere between you and me, Aaron, in terms of age, I think, as a generalization. I mean, are you just going by what? Like personal, like experience or like yeah, the porn like you're watching? Yeah, it's like talking to buddies and when you talk to people who are, who are younger than me, there's more of this going on per capita. That's what I'm saying. There's this, maybe a sliding scale. Maybe it's a, not a bell curve. It's a, 
It's a curve. It's a wave that goes like this and then fades down. Where's Eddie Berry? Ask Eddie Berry what he's doing. That's what we need to know. Uh, he's he's probably <laughs> plugging them with tweezers at this point. It's all it's all gray down there. Uh, but we can ask your brother too. We're gonna bring him on. We'll ask him. I actually am uh, curious about Andreas. Yeah, that's a good segue. Is he here? Can we get to grab this kid and bring him in? There he is. Hello, fellas. I was just shaving my poo. <laughs> 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 what's up bro how we doing doing great well answer the question where are you on this sliding scale is this something that you would traditionally do on your own yeah yeah definitely uh i think it's i think it's a combo of age plus athlete i'm guessing, I'm guessing also like maybe how long you've been married and if you've been <laughs> divorced or hit the market again and then there's some <laughs> kind of graph there that you know the, the market the market requires that you uh get your act together i think so i haven't been on the market in a long 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 time but that's my have you ever to been my, to this market what are you talking about you, I, I mean, i've got you know my my two closest friends are uh divorced as of not terribly long ago so you you hear about the market okay that's good that's what I want to know. Okay, I got you. <laughs> that market's crazy. I'm hearing about it from some friends that are going through the same thing, and that market is crazy. So they're definitely getting into some manscaping. <laughs> okay. All right, so catch up. I thought I was talking to you. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the only one who's clueless in this department. So, <laughs> Yeah, use the promo code ALLPRO at checkout if you order anything from manscaped.com. We're happy to have them on board. So welcome to the show, Andreas. Wait a minute, you got to see this answer from Barry. (laughs) Eddie Barry says, I have the full Jerry Garcia. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great answer. (laughs) All right, Andreas, this is very unusual because I was desperately curious about hearing about your adventures and trip, and I haven't talked to you yet. We kind of saved it for this. So tell us what happened. Tell us about your trip to London to see the Falcons play. Ah, it was crazy. So a a quick, super quick backstory, and actually – Today marks eight years from when I got diagnosed with leukemia, and oh, and I actually happy served, anniversary. It was actually today, <laughs> and yeah, happy anniversary. I, I and for those who don't know the story, I'll make it super brief. But I literally had I was thirty seven years old, probably in the best shape of my life, and still playing adult soccer league, and had some fatigue that felt a little unusual, and that was literally my only kind of symptom at all. And but it kept going on where I was more and more tired go to my primary care doctor. Finally, she gives me back the blood work and says, something's not right. Can't really tell you what it is. I'm going to call a GI. And I said, it was on a Friday. And I said, no, I I need to know something. Something's wrong. And she said, you're my healthy patient. If you think something's wrong, drive yourself to ER. I did. I didn't come back for a month. Didn't see my kids for a month um, and uh, spent years and years battling this. Had a bone marrow transplant the following, uh, this was in October 18th, I got diagnosed. January 17th was the bone marrow transplant. Spent a long time kind of fighting through that and then obviously survived. It was a lot of ups and downs and, I mean, only been clear, like clear, clear, probably a couple of years ago where the doctor, my doctor said, you can (laughs) stop seeing me now and get off all the medicine. But at the two-year mark of my bone marrow transplant, they released the person's information who saved my life because at the time it was a very tough match to find. It was a gentleman in South Germany in a little tiny town called Frankenthal. And he was a couple of years younger than me. And there was two matches out of 16 million at the time. Go to be the match.com and <laughs> swab your mouth. If you're young, they don't want Kostaiki age blood. <laughs> <laughs> 
They want dudes who are manscaping regularly. Yeah, that's yes, right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this, this segment sponsored by Be the Match. Um, so, so they release the guy's information. I it literally opens up on a PDF, and I'm like shaking because I've been so wanting to know who this was. It has this full address, which means nothing to me because it's in a town and an address that doesn't read like ours. And there's an email address, which is an AOL email address. So I cut and copy the AOL email address, <laughs> start writing this very long, like you saved my life. I owe you my life. Thank you letter. And like days go by after I send this heartfelt letter and he writes back, um, don't put that into Google translate into German. It's hard for me to understand because <laughs> I took the entire letter and put it in Google translate. And obviously when I put it back in the email, it's stuff I've never seen before. <laughs> so we, we, We've kept up all these years and he, he roots for this little tiny team that won the Bundesliga in 98. And ever since then, they've been falling and falling. And now they're in the third division. And last year, if they finished last, they were going to get disbanded. So I didn't feel quite as bad turning him into a Falcons fan because he knows <laughs> they just disbanded me. So, so we, we've been swapping messages all these years and kind of hatched a plan last year when they announced that the Falcons are going to play in London, which obviously got scrapped because of COVID. So. This year they redid the game, and then of course the stupid variant. We already had a plan in the spring when things were clearing up. The variant hits. It was not easy getting over there with all the the tests you have to do and the protocols. But we had a fantastic time. They came. He brought his wife. We stayed in uh, the financial district of London. I brought a couple of friends. Kostyki and I have a cousin that lives there who's the coolest lady ever. Who showed us around and met up. And it is a <laughs> it was a wild scene. We spent the first couple of days doing the touristy stuff in London and you would just walk down. Cause like, you remember that South bank where the real Greek could take the picture of the real. Yeah. Greek. Yeah. Yeah. I got that so picture spent, from me. We spent uh, the beautiful Saturday doing that. And you would see like a random guy wearing a jets Jersey and you would, I would walk by him and go boo. <laughs> and he would <laughs> around and see me and smile. It wasn't as many, you know, Falcons and jets folks as you'd imagine. And every time I had the opportunity, I would go up to people they had any affiliation with the NFL and explained to him that I was sent there as an international correspondent <laughs> from all pro lines. And they would kind of stop and go, okay, okay. And they were really engaged. Right? <laughs> and I mean, you saw that, I don't know if you watched the whole video of the old guy, the guy started rooting for the NFL in 1986 and he's a Raiders fan. He's lived there. It's like, there's this weird cult following of all this, randomness so we decided to go so the stadium so london's this the stadium's up here almost like almost like marietta is to atlanta okay um and you take a train but it is it is a very sketchy area like it's in tottenham stadium tottenham there's a there's a kind of a cool tie so we have young way Koo, who's a korean and there's not a yeah. lot of Koreans in the nfl well tottenham's best player i guess before they got uh harry kane was um son it's spelled s-o-n and he's a Korean superstar, which also in the EPL, not a ton of Koreans. So they have this kind of um, uh, kind of weird connection there. The stadium's incredible. We go and we decide to get there super early, not knowing the area around it's not ideal, but there's a strip of like pubs. And I say a strip, there's like two hole-in-the-wall bars. We're there three and a half hours early. The place is packed, completely packed. <laughs> Every possible jersey you can possibly imagine. I mean – it looked like the NFL draft where you just randomly see 
The oh, Mark right. Bavaro jersey. Yeah, right. There's Titans and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Why is yeah. Mark Bavaro always the go-to random guy? <laughs> it's, it's random. It's random. And so I just keep talking to guys, and there's this guy in a Scottish accent telling me he you know, came in for the game, and I can't do a Scottish accent, but it's so uh, thick. Come on, Scottish give it a go. Give it a go. Yes. You got to really lean in and pay it's, attention. Yeah, It's going to sound like me lucky charms. You know, I don't even know how to do it. But he's like, we need Kyle Pitts for my fantasy team, you know, and he's like, and he's like drawing it. And then he makes mention of Young Way Cool as well. And he's like there to see the game with some strange like affiliation. So we go in, it's wild. So uh, Cordero Patterson has this routine where he's like the coolest dude ever. All the teams that kind of didn't make it work with him. I'm, I wonder, I guess the Falcons are so thin with offensive weapons that now he's our utility guy. But before every game, he takes the ball as he's warming up and he goes around the stadium and he's a professional athlete. So he throws the ball really far, like in the upper stands. Well, we're in Tottenham Stadium where nobody's seen a football. So they're showing the Jumbotron, these people catching it and they can catch it. Oh, them trying to throw it back. I mean, it's it's like a it's like a weird shot put in the ball that's going end over end. And he's kind of joking and laughing about the whole thing as he as he keeps continuing to play. And it was it was phenomenal. We sat with so to my my two best friends are are two behind me. We couldn't get tickets exactly together. And then to my left is our cousin who doesn't know a thing about football. I spent Saturday trying to explain to her and finally she just stopped and goes now what is a down and i was like okay, i'll get you the wikipedia link we'll we'll study up and then jurgen and natalie my my bone marrow donor and his wife those three are watching the game and i can hear them talking out of my ear not having a clue what's going on and they that's know I'm like, hilarious they know i'm super intense in the game so they want to bug me the guy to my right's this rugby guy has no clue and, and, you, and so they're most of the time they're like Okay, so what have we got? You get four plays to get from there, and they're pointing at the end zone to there, right? And I'm like, no, no, no. And I forget the yellow, <laughs> the yellow lines on TV, but not, right. you know, not the, so. It's hard to see that first down marker. Yeah, the little yeah. orange random guy with a stick from, from pretty yeah. far above. So they have no clue what's going on. And then the kicking, it's, I mean, we would go punt the ball, and everybody in the stands just, they're just going crazy. No, they love it. That's the best. <laughs> Yeah, a punt would be the least exciting play in football. They, but they don't, they didn't understand that that changes possession? No clue. And then, you know, the guys, like, call for a fair catch, and they're super confused, like, you can't kill the guy? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and then at the end of that game, as I was trying to explain to everybody what's going on, I never got into the two-point conversion. And the stinking Jets had to get one and got one. And then they're super confused, like, wait, they don't kick the ball? They do that and they get another point. Like, why are they doing that all the time? And I'm like, it's just so I realize how complicated football is. <laughs> There's a know? lot of rules, man. There it's are crazy. a lot of rules. I was thinking that, like, I was watching uh, one of the games this weekend and they have, they got a fucking, like, an ex-referee on almost all the broadcasts now that they have to go to once in a while and go, what do you think of this? Was this a catch? Is this is this a catch fumble or is this a non-catch? Right. And you got to debate all this minutia. And I've been watching the game for 40 years and it's still confusing at some level, you know. It's, it's wild. And the other thing I didn't really think about is, so it was a home game for us. So one thing that was super cool is, you know, for anybody who's been to Atlanta home game, Samuel L. Jackson – you guys ready to rise? Oh, again? yeah. Like, the whole shebang, right? So every every first down, I'm getting up doing my – and the 
and another Falcons first down. The Falcon goes, and, I'm, <laughs> and every single time it's third down, it's third down, it's third down only for us. Right. So they're, they're wanting us to go crazy to stop the jets. And of course the, uh-huh. the random people are like, huh, it feels like they're really, the commentators want the Falcons to win this. Like, That's interesting. Like, I'm like, shocked to hear that. That's really interesting. They did it that way. Yeah. And I mean, they took away a home game for us. So I'm kind of happy they did because this year, you know, there's 17 games. We only have seven home games because the other one isn't at home either. So the Falcons fans were a little bit irritated by this whole setup anyway, which doesn't matter. The team stinks. But, hey, Kyle Pitts, <laughs> Kyle Pitts balled out. And, uh, yeah, he did. That's yeah. good for your Scottish friend and his fantasy team. That's it good. Was, I, I thought about the guy. I was, like, trying to figure out. Yeah. Yeah, a little hesitant to do a Scottish accent, but no hesitation to do a Falcon. I appreciate that about you. <laughs> You have, to, you have to hear it. You have to see the Falcon coming down and claw your eyeballs out. <laughs> and, and, and it was, you know, we're blowing them out at halftime. And I'm trying to explain to my cousin and the surrounding people that, you know, because they're like, oh, you're going to win the game. And I'm, and, I, and it's actually funny. So, so my, yeah, bone marrow, my bone marrow donor during the Falcon Super Bowl run, you know, this is a guy who doesn't know anything about American football. He changes his Facebook profile pic to Rise Up, right? The day of the Super Bowl, he sends me a text and says, the Super Bowl starts too late over here. I'm not going to be able to watch it, right? So the next morning, I wake up to a text that says, I saw that the Falcons made it to overtime in the Super Bowl. Congratulations on such a hard fight. And I I haven't told him until this trip last weekend. I had to explain to him what happened. And he was just like, you were winning by that much with that much time left. And I, like, <laughs> and I you know, I didn't want to revisit the whole thing, but it was <laughs> listening to Glenn talk about the epic meltdown. I was like, just uh, hard to listen to. Yeah, that's he right. Barely get that's on the Patreon. Go to Patreon, enjoying inside the huddle. And then you can hear Glenn do a four part series on the Atlanta Falcons history, <laughs> which again, sounds terrible, but it's really great. It's weirdly riveting. <laughs> And last week we did a uh, Aaron and I did a deep dive on the Gruden story. It had just broken, so uh, you can check that out as well. All right. I, so, what's the demo of the audience at this? Is it? It's literally English people who are curious about football, or are they some expats who are there and they're Dolphins fans and like screw it, we'll go see a Falcons yeah. game. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything because the big market teams. There was more Jets fans for sure. I assume because they're from New York. But, you know, the Jets have stunk forever. But when when they started making a run, you could hear the crowd getting a little more uh, obnoxious than, than Falcons fans. Hmm. I would randomly see some, you know, what looks like my Falcons demographic. We had a couple in our hotel, actually, and I kept bumping into them. And, you know, a lot of people just wanted to have a reason to travel and go do something. Right. That's a small percentage. There were some Americans that we kind of bumped into who lived there. But most of them, you know, were just random people who – make a habit of trying to get to these games. The guy to my right uh, lived in some little small town out in um, not, not near, not too far from where you were uh, Kasaki down in Brighton. And Mm. his company has an office in Atlanta, which is a company I've heard of. And he was supposed to fly there last year. And he's sitting there and these were like nice seats. He brought his friend. They had no clue what was going on. There was a lot of, a lot of that. So yeah, it was probably 50 to 60% locals who either have a fantasy team have no clue what's going on. Just like to drink, whatever, whatever, you know. And that's so interesting. 
Yeah, and I don't think they were prepared for it because apparently in the EPL games, they're, they cut off the alcohol or don't serve it during the actual game because it's only 90 minutes. And so I heard some rumblings that with the NFL coming that they, you know, they served the entire time and the locals were, you know, <laughs> not used to it and just going crazy, of course. <clears throat> Of course, the Americans are drunk in the parking lot before they even get inside <laughs> most of their games. That's ah, so cool, man. I'm glad you get a chance to do that. It's really, that's really great. One thing I think maybe, not a long story, but just the short version of what is, what is a marrow transplant mean? I don't think most people even know what that is. Nah, no well, idea. I, yeah, I had no idea. I mean, us growing up was when you hear transplant, you heard the, the first heart guy where the, you see something in a cooler and that's what a transplant is, which is an organ transplant, obviously. So what they, I had a really rare form of leukemia. So they have to super, super poison you for months. And then leading up to the time when your transplant, when they find a match, they take his uh, stem cells is what they are. And they prefer to dig a little bit in his bone marrow. They can either do it just from blood and spin those into stem cells or actually take the marrow. They highly prefer the marrow, but now the techniques have come far enough where they can do it either way. They fly that over after they've basically murdered me and you lay there and they have it all built out in the timeline. It's minus 10, minus nine, all the way to the day. The day on minus one, they take Jurgen, his bone marrow, put it in a cooler and ship it over, put it straight in my body and then um, suppress your immune system. So basically the actual day of the transplant is almost like getting or giving blood. It's almost a little bit anticlimactic. And then What's to come after that is when 30% of people don't make it 100 days because they've already almost killed you. Because it's like, I tell the people, like layman's terms, it's like having a weed, Roundup, you spray a bunch of Roundup, you plant the seed underneath, and you right. hope and pray, and then uh, they monitor you. So You said they poison you? What do you mean by that? So I had I had like insane amounts of chemo, and then the last week I did total body radiation. It's, called, it's actually called TBI, which is total body irradiation. And you stare at this $10 million machine and it doesn't feel like much. And you do it twice a day for 15 minutes, but it's literally radiating your entire body and killing everything in there. The only thing that was covered, they cut out lung blocks. So my lungs are covered, but my brain, my heart, everything else is staring at this machine. And it literally kills everything in your body. And that's for, that's eight sessions in four days. Because leukemia is throughout your entire body? Yeah, because blood cancer is, especially I had a very aggressive one. Got it, got it. Yeah, there's no, you know, most people get cancer and they go home with their spouse and they talk about the surgery and they pray and tell all their friends and blood cancer, they sweep you up or, you know, and, and start treating you or you go to hospice. And that's kind of how it works, which is sad, but it's pretty brutal. Yeah, but it basically, it gives you a whole new set of blood. That's the thing that I think most people can't really get yeah, their heads so, around. It's still, I struggle with like, what? <laughs> right. So your blood, your blood and your system is actually produced from the, the bone marrow itself, right? And so, yes, I have, I have an entire new blood system. I had to get all my vaccines all over again, like the very beginning. Oh, ones, wow. Right? No lollipop. <laughs> yeah, it's messed up. That's the least they could do, man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and, and it turns they, into a mutant. And, and I have a different blood type. I have Jurgen's blood type, and I actually meant to ask him on this trip what it was, and I don't even know. So, and I did the, uh, I think it's like you mentioned this, I did the ancestry. Uh, yeah, he came up all German. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, it's like no, no matches. And it's like you may be second cousins with Inga and, you know, Niederpruman. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> you know, of course, my kids are like, you're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were trying to disown you long before that. <laughs> it's an amazing story, man. It's just the the science that went into saving your life is just mind blowing, and the and the human community things that have to happen for all of it to come together. It's so cool. I, yeah, I appreciate it. And one one quick little fact: so there were sixteen million in the registry, and Germany has five million of those at the time. I'm sure the numbers have changed, but which is almost a third. And you know, there are eighty million people population and we're i don't know what the u.s is 330 or something right so it was an overwhelming um amount of people and I asked my, my my doctor actually was married to a german and i said is it like a altruism kind of <laughs> world war ii reparation <laughs> like and he was basically no it, it's it's like an awareness thing over there like, what, the way we become organ donors when you go renew your license because you get money off of it they push that over there like hey by the way you know here's this thing um and then, you know, the it's a worldwide registry, but Asian and um, African-American communities are highly underrepresented in that uh, registry. And I think like Asian, I think like China has their own registry. So, <laughs> Yeah. Well, so, that's. I'm laughing at laughing at one of the comments, not you. So sorry if that <laughs> laughter seemed inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Well, that story's great, man. Kudos, and I the what I saw you go through it, man. It was preposterous. Every day you're schlepping down and do. I mean, it was it was crazy. So I'm I'm happy, so happy to see you on the other side of it, and to be able to go watch your team in another country and hang with Jurgen. And um, it's just so cool. So Such cool. a great trip. I'm jealous. It was awesome. Appreciate it, bro. Awesome. 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 Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards. As we know it, if you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards, tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, let's uh, let's do a quiz. We got a quiz drop we could play. All right, all right, kids, put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. We we did nicknames of players. We did nicknames of of groups. So today we got places. These are nicknames of places in the NFL. We'll just do several of these. No particular scoring or anything. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Uh, let's we'll start easy, kind of get the ball rolling here. The big sombrero. What's that mean in the NFL? Hmm. I want to say Arizona. Yeah, that's a good guess. I would say San Diego. Oh, I thought you guys knew this one. All right, all right. Maybe it didn't start as easy as I could have. <clears throat> it's a nickname for the old Tampa Stadium, the new, oh, the shoot. older one, because it was it was shaped a little <laughs> bit like a crazy hat. It had sort of these waves in it. I lived in Tampa briefly. Maybe that's why I think it's everyone should know this. <laughs> I went there years ago and hung around in the parking lot of that stadium when I was in college during a Super Bowl. And then we did it again for the Rolling Stones. It's kind of cool to just like drink beers in the parking lot and listen to the Rolling Stones. <laughs> uh, Keith Richards, do you think he's using manscaping? Manscaping? Uh, no, no, no. He's like Barry. He's like Eddie Barry. All right. 
let's do one that's a little easier here. Let's see. All right. How about the factory of sadness? What in the world? What? I thought you guys would know this stuff. Buffalo? It's a, it's a stadium in the NFL. Detroit. This is interesting. It was coined by a YouTube video by comedian Mike Polk, who I've never heard of, after a 30-12 to 12 loss to the Houston Texans in, in 2011. Uh, it's First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, the factory of sadness. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the Black Hole. I don't know any of these. The Raiders. That's the Raiders. That's the Raiders. It's the section behind the south end zone in the Oakland, the old Oakland Coliseum. Uh, let's see here. The Jerry, Jerry World. Come on. Dallas. Yeah. There you go. AT&T Stadium. Uh, the Link. Hmm. Oh, that's for Lincoln Financial. That's correct. Philadelphia. Yeah, the link. Uh, the Roomba. <laughs> Is that so far? <laughs> no, it's the other new one. It's got to be <laughs> the Jets because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas, it's, right? It's the Vegas one. If you look yeah. at a at a picture of it from above, it looks like a Roomba. Uh, Allegiant Stadium, Allegiant, the, the yeah. new home of the Raiders. Uh, the Vet. That's the old Eagles Stadium. That's right. Um, Veterans Stadium. I believe they had a jail there. That's <laughs> right. That's the one before the link. It says 1971 to 2002. Yeah, they had a jail in the basement. <laughs> uh, this one I've never heard of. The Rock Pile. Hmm. Is that Arizona? Uh, it's Buffalo. <laughs> is it Buffalo, New York? Is it? Alamo. It, oh, crazy it Fingers is. Ethan here is Googling. Crazy he's, Fingers he's Ethan. That's he's, true. It's, he's the, it's, the, it's the seating <laughs> section underneath the scoreboard at Bill's Stadium. Considered one of the most raucous environments in the NFL. Ah. The rock pile. Never heard of that one. All right. Let's do maybe one more here. Uh, the House of Pain. Mmm. Mmm. Baltimore? That's a good guess. No. No, this one's, uh, Texas. Does that help you? You got a few cities to pick from there. Is that Houston? Yeah. That's Houston? It was a phrase originally used to refer to the Houston Astrodome during NFL games with the Oilers. Oh. Back in the Warren Moon era. Uh, I'm going to get you out on one you can get here. Oh, here, this one's kind of fun. Uh, the Big Crab Cake. It's got to be Baltimore, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> M&T Bank Stadium, Baltimore, Maryland. Known for its love of its seafood, particularly Maryland crab cakes. Someone yelled <laughs> at me for saying, mentioning that I ate the uh, crab legs the other day and they weren't from Baltimore. It's like, <laughs> get out of here. We got good crab legs here at the Jersey Shore too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, it was Buddha. I think it was Buddha. 
How much? You guys have a lot of shore. Jersey's underrated. So Georgia only has a hundred miles of shoreline, which no one knows if you're not from the South at all. Uh, but Jersey's got a lot of shoreline. A lot of shoreline. Yep. I, I like I like Jersey. Jersey is Jersey the most underrated state. <laughs> uh, yeah, it gets a bad rap, but we don't care. We don't care that you don't like us. We don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> is that your slogan maybe, maybe that's your problem maybe it's the attitude Eric. yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> hey we didn't do taps you want to do taps real quick all right I'm giving mine to Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, who came in maybe what was expected to be the game of the week and destroyed the Chargers, which we were starting to anoint as one of the great teams in the NFL. So uh, that really put a stamp on the current thinking of the top of the pile. And uh, kudos to Lamar and the Ravens for doing that. Got a kudos. Yeah, I picked the Chargers to win that game in the in the Pickham game. So. And we were wrong. We were all <laughs> wrong. They're they're winning that game with uh with uh Devonta Freeman and the ghost of Le'Veon Bell and <laughs> Latavius Murray. I think all three of those guys got a touchdown this week. It's crazy that you know what that team has been through with their running backs has been absurd. So as long as you got Lamar, you got a shot. Um I'm gonna give it to my man, Cooper Cup. Nine catches. 130 yards, two touchdowns, and absolutely tearing it up this year. Uh, beat my Giants pretty good, but uh, I love the guy. He's on my fantasy team, and I appreciate him. Taps on the back, Cooper Cup. Taps on the back. He's fun, man. He's got to be the he's got to be the fantasy MVP so far this season, right? He's up what there. Round, what round did you draft him in? In our 16 team league, I drafted him third or fourth. Yeah, but in a in a more traditional league, that's like a fifth round, maybe sixth round guy. It's a it's a it's amazing what he's doing. He's so good. He makes it look so easy. He's scoring like crazy, and they use him all the time. He's fun to watch. I got a bone to pick though, fantasy wise. Uh, I got robbed of a victory. At one point, the win probability on ESPN was at one percent for my opponent, and uh, oh no, it was that crazy Cowboys Patriots oh. game that end was absolutely insane I I mean there was a few times where I was like there's just no way that this goes to overtime the way that you know there's a one point lead how does this go to overtime and it was just like one touchdown right after another there um, and that CD Lamb touchdown in overtime put him over the top my opponent to beat me in that overtime game, yeah, I and scored, you scored a ton of points, one hundred and sixty-one points. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in fantasy, in my brother's uh, league uh, that I played in for a long time with those guys, I just went to number one in the rankings. You sure did. That's a tough league too. That is a tough league. There's only a few characters in that league that don't have a, you know, there's only a little bit of dead money in that league. <laughs> Jerry in the comment here is saying, uh, if Henry scores 60, I beat AE. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, well, if you had to pick one player to take a shot at it, it's, you know, yeah, at least against, it'll be fun to watch. Not against the Bills. So the, you some bad, <laughs> Jerry, you had some bad matchups this week, that's for sure, because your team is much better than mine. But Jerry's team is good. He keeps resetting the bar on uh, the most points scored in a week. I know. I looked at his roster. I was like, how did he get all these players in a 16-team league? Yeah. Like, I thought it was dead meat. I got lucky because his matchups were brutal across the board this week. We're getting into crazy buys here soon. So if you can if you can hang on the next few weeks, you know, you'd be in good shape. Yep. Well, it's great to see you, bro. I'm glad you had a grand adventure, man. Thanks, uh, bro. Appreciate yeah, it. Man. Yeah, thanks for being our international correspondent. <laughs> oh, I love it. Their eyes would perk up, and I, and I would say, you can actually, it's a podcast, too. You can cuss on it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should tell your single friends they can use that if they're out and about in the bars. They need some. <laughs> They need the women to pay attention to what they're saying. I'm an international correspondent for all the lights. It sounds sexy. It really does. I'm definitely intrigued if someone's telling me that. Yeah. And don't worry. You can cuss. Don't worry. <laughs> Have a beer. Come back to my place. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do it there. <laughs> I mean, the bars are all closed here at 10 anyway. We got to go back to my place. <laughs> Uh, it's great to talk to you guys uh thanks for watching everybody go to manscape type in uh, all pro get a discount 20 percent off uh come join all the fun at at the all pro line social media platforms you know where to follow us and uh do the things and support the thing come join us inside the huddle enjoy football enjoy life and uh we'll talk to you guys in a week later Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.